Hey y'all, it's Carrie here and welcome back into the podcast. We're just two sisters who are wild about Jesus, love a natural approach, and are committed to being better today than we were yesterday. I'm all about investing in yourself and my sister, she's a kitchen expert, and we have come together to help you take the upgrade. If you're new here, welcome. Here's what you can expect. Each week on Wednesday, we'll share an inspiring interview on a new topic, concept, or just some encouragement. And some weeks, we'll bring you a mini episode on Mondays, sharing a thought or tip that we have. I am so excited you're here today. I want to start out with reading the review of the week. This review comes from Shauna OCC. And she says, this Georgia girl loves hearing the voices of fellow Georgia sisters sharing some encouragement, wisdom, all about their natural shifts. I know that their stories and that of their guests will help many. Thank you, Shauna, for taking the time to go over there and leave us a review. I would absolutely love it if you would not mind, you as a listener, if you find this to be encouraging, I encourage you to share it out to your friends and family, whoever comes to your mind. And if you have a second, please head on over to leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate that. Okay, now on to today's episode. I am chatting with my good friend, Michelle. She is someone that keeps me laughing constantly, keeps me encouraged and inspired always. And I'm really excited for you to kind of get to know her a little bit better. Michelle considers herself a multi-passionate entrepreneur, and she'll kind of tell you a little bit more about what that means. And she is that. She's definitely passionate, which I really love. Uh, We're going to dive into how the BVU Mastermind was founded and why it's really so important to have that circle of women. So listen to the interview, be encouraged, share out to your friends and family as you see the need. Michelle, welcome into the podcast today. I am just so excited that you're here with us. And, uh, you know, I just want to make this conversation like we're sitting on the couch, we have our warm cup of coffee or whatever you're drinking this morning, and we're just going to have a conversation that's going to be awesome today. Are you ready? I am super excited. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Great. Michelle and I have been, kind of became fast friends. I think it was about a year and a half or two years ago. And I just love her so much because she is, A, she's tons of fun and she's very easy to talk to. So I think you'll, you'll really um, get to know her and love her in today's episode. And I really just wanted to start out, Michelle, with just you telling the listeners a little bit about yourself and your journey to kind of, you know, where, where you are today. It's an, it's an interesting one. So (laughs) I'd love to dive into that. Uh, no, well, it's definitely been a um, a wild ride, and I have to say that I am so grateful for Marie Berlio talking about the multi passionate entrepreneur. And I finally, when she said that, I finally exhaled, like, oh, I can, I can, I can be validated in not having chosen or gone down one road and stayed with that one road. You know, is is it's been right. a wild ride. So, um, so yes, thanks to Marie. I think I I, I really identify with that of being the multi passionate um, entrepreneur. I am. That does describe you well. Doesn't it? I mean, it's just, I know. Like, I, I don't think I can really get boxed in. And so that allows me not to be boxed in. So thank you, Marie. Yes. Um, first and foremost, I am a um, single mom to um, an amazing 13 year old, um, a 13 year old boy. I have one. He is all boy and I am an all boy mom. Like, I just, <laughs> I was a tomboy growing up. Um, 
you know, it works well with him. I don't think I would know what to do if I were given a girl. So, um, so it works. We laugh and joke and say, as as he was a kid growing up, we used to even say like, um, uh, carburetors over cuticles. Like that's just (laughs) our world, you know? Love it. Yeah. And so, um, so, you know, I have professionally, I have just, I've always, I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur. Like it's just been part of my DNA. And, and really I started, um, selling fireballs on the back of the school bus when I was in sixth grade Um, (laughs) and actually made that to be pretty profitable. The school would ask us to stop doing it or split our profits, which was really funny. Um, I know in that riot. And so, Mm I feel like it's just always been in my DNA. And so I had launched my first business when I was 27 and it was in tourism and it was a tour packaging business. Like I had just, I'd worked and pulled together different tour operators and created packages and um, kind of like combos, you know, like you see now everything is kind of packaged, you know, where you go to Wendy's and you can buy it all in a combo number one. But Mm -hmm. uh, I'm showing my age here, but back then this is kind of mid nineties that went around. Like you just didn't, you didn't buy hotel and airfare together. You didn't buy, I know you didn't get pricing discounts because you bought hamburgers with your French fries and and drinks. So as commonplace as that sounds, it really, it really wasn't (laughs) then. Right. Um, And so built that up. Um, and you know, that was actually kind of cool because we had, um, we had embedded, um, kind of, um, barcode tracking system on all the tickets with all the tour operators and was really, everybody thought it was super cool at the time because we had what was called flash animation on our website. So there was like moving objects on (laughs) to this website, which I mean, people, I remember people coming to our office just to go, can you pull up your website again? Can you show us your website? I mean, it's, funny <laughs> it's, uh, it's such a different thing. So anyway, that, that led me into um, owning a bed and breakfast in Charleston, mm-hmm. South Carolina for a while, for about four years. Um, and then I moved a little bit further south here, right by Hilton Head, um, and really spent some time. Um, when I moved here, really spent some time just kind of in looking into the area and talking to people and finding out, um, learning about the community and the people that were here and maybe what businesses or opportunities may be lacking. And I really spent a ton of time just talking to people and, and really following curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ultimately led me into being recruited to be a recruiter, an, ex- an executive recruiter in um, the high tech industry. And so, that's what I've done here for the last 11 years. And I've owned my own firm um, in that for about the last eight um, in the, in the super geeky stuff of connected things like connected thermostats or Fitbit watches or the connected cars and that sort of stuff. It's kind of, I don't know, super geeky, but it's kind of cool. That is neat. You know, I, when I found out that um, you had the very successful business in Charleston, it just makes so much sense now because you know how to have fun. So you're helping other people have fun. <laughs> you know, it makes right. a lot of sense. And that was the one thing like in Charleston, even when I was in college there, you know, is that I was working for one of the horse and carriage companies is that, and I remember even thinking of it back then, like I just, I had so much joy in like helping other people find joy or, or providing joy for them. You know, like people mm-hmm. came there on a vacation. I mean, they weren't there usually for anything bad, you know, although there was a, a medical hospital nearby and that did happen occasionally, but for the most part, people were there to do fun things and to relax and unwind or 
spend time with their family. And so it really was great to, to kind mm-hmm. of be the facilitator of, of that, of that joy component. That's for sure. Definitely. I love that. So you were, or are still, uh, you know, yeah. maybe, um, more of a part-time basis, um, still a recruiter, but you know, I think in that, and as far as what we've talked about and we've talked a lot, you know, we've, we've been on road trips together and really gotten to know (laughs) each other, which I love. Um, and you know, I think that you're still trying to find your passion, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're still out there searching for it, which, you know, if you were to look at, um, your past, you've been very successful, you know, and it might just, some might think, well, gosh, you've made it you know, but I just love that you still have that curiosity and that you still, oh, did you stop your video? Yeah. Oh, there you are. Oh, okay. (laughs) I was like, are you still there? I don't want to talk if you're not here. Okay. I can edit that out. It's no big deal. (laughs) That's okay. This is real world. (laughs) I know. Okay. All right. We're good. I forgot what I was saying. Darn it. Um, you were just saying like, I'm still looking, um, I, like I still following the curiosity and still feeling like I, I, like I haven't necessarily found my purpose or, you know, kind of settled on a destination in that regard. So tell, so talk a little bit more about kind of the, your latest journey, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I, I I used to get really frustrated as I indicated at the beginning of the show. Like I, I, I used to get really frustrated feeling like there was that one thing, you know, and mm-hmm. that I didn't have that one thing. I didn't have this sense like my mom, um, who from the time that she was really, really young, a really young girl, like she knew she wanted to be a doctor and she just stayed on that really focused on that path of what she needed to do to be a doctor and live that out. And, you know, that was without a doubt her passion and her purpose. I'm so grateful that she stepped out in that and followed that. But I used to get so frustrated that I didn't have that. And I felt like something was missing because I didn't have that. And I felt like then that sent me on a journey. I feel like for a good bit of my, my young adulthood of like looking for that one thing. And I feel like over the last few years, you know, particularly probably the last, I don't know, maybe five to seven years, feeling like I'm growing into and realizing that it's not necessarily one thing. It's not a destination, but for me, it's really the journey and it is loving that journey and following that curiosity and seeing where that path leads. And it's not just one destination and you make it and you're there and then what? you know, but exactly. it's really the journey of itself and really learning to love the journey. I think that's where you really start loving life too, you know, and, and what I've realized in getting to know you, you're really good at bringing people together. That's what I feel, you Mm -hmm. know, is kind of your calling. Maybe who knows? I just really feel like you're great at that, you know, And, and your past shows that, you know, and when we first met, I remember you had this great idea that you were going to get a few women together, possibly in person, possibly online, just to have a conversation around like how we can be the best versions of ourselves. Yep. And that was about, like I, I think that was about a year and a half ago or so. So what's happened since then with that, um, with your idea? Yeah, so that's so funny because I do, I remember sitting at the coffee shop with you and we, in fact, we first met. Yeah. Um, and talking about that very thing and, and saying like, well, was it going to be in person? Was it going to be monthly? And having zero idea. Like there was nothing that was formulated around that. It was not that structured yet. Um, and so um, 
surely talking about, I mean, God of the orchestrator of the, the craziest symphony at times, you know, with yes, mixed mass yes. instruments is that um, shortly after that, um, my phone rang, you know, people talk about, they got, they got called. Well, I got called, but I literally got called on my phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of a call <laughs> yeah. um, by several women, two women actually at first um, that had um, talked about wanting me to start a mastermind group, you know, and I had been a member of masterminds, um, had never really thought about launching a mastermind. Mm-hmm. I really thought about it. I prayed about it. I talked to them about what their needs might be, what they were thinking of. Um, to be honest with you, being that tomboy, like we discussed earlier, I really kind of pushed back on the whole idea uh, initially because I thought that that meant it had to be a women's group and it had to be really fluffy and morally no, That's sweet. the opposite of you. <laughs> exactly. And me. That's exactly it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I just can't be that. Like that's, that's what this means. Like for some reason, that's just, you talk about like what your beliefs are and what things trigger in your head just automatically. That's what it, a women's group to me went fluffy and florally and sweet and you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and that was not the case. And so I, I, in talking and, and really praying about it, I talked to you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it was, it really pressed upon me. Like, no, it's not. That's why we're coming to you because you, we know you're not going to do it. Right. Sweet and, and fluffy and florally and all that and full of sugar and all that. It's going to be, there's going to be a grit and grace aspect to it. Um, and mm-hmm. so, so yeah, so then we launched, was it? I guess it was about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we are adding two new members to the group. Um, in fact, this month, this week, super excited about that, but really been focused on kind of slow, intentional growth with it. Not um, the mission is not to you know make a ton of money, but it is really to serve uh, the women that are re- that really belong in this group that are really a great fit. The, the group can serve them too mm-hmm. and just serve them deeply. And all of us come together on a really deep level. And it's been amazing to watch that unfold. It really has. And and to be a part of it pretty much from the beginning, you know, my experience has been, it's just a place where you can be held accountable in a loving way where you can bring your concerns and your questions and your fears and, and whatever you got, you know, and you don't have to put on, you know, the mask that sometimes goes on, even though you might not necessarily know you're putting it on, you know, you can really come and and you're going to, you're going to be called out sometimes, which is good. We need that. You know, I need that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just, I've really enjoyed my time there and will continue, um, you know, I I feel to, to find it of such value. So why don't we just dive into a little bit about why it's important, maybe not to join a mastermind, but it really is important to at least have some circle of friends, Um, you know, and speaking, you know, we're both women, obviously. So I find value in just having a circle of um, girls and and having that relationship. So talk a little bit more about, you know, what value you see in that. Yeah, I think, you know, when I was a kid growing up, my, um, my parents were divorced. My mom was the physician. And then on the other side of that, kind of the complete polar opposite of that was my father, who was the consummate salesman, um, sold siding, entrepreneur, started his own business. He used to drive around in his car listening to like Zig Ziglar and Bob Proctor and Tony Robbins and all that. So mm-hmm. I listened to it too. And so, um, and I remember him telling me when I was younger is that 
you are the average of your five closest friends. And I don't even remember how young I was when that really stuck to me, but I remember that vividly all the way growing up and particularly Mm -hmm. when I got into college and thinking of that um, and how that plays out is that look at your five closest friends that are in your circle. And if you were the average of them, is that where you want to be? Is that where you want to go? You know, are you, you know, are there people that are um, growth mindset and they growth oriented and they want to try new things and they want to press the limits and they want to live out their um, potential and purpose? Um, or is it people that are just, you know, they're really complacent and they're just always going to be very happy where they are and don't really want to try new things? Maybe they have a fear or a lack mindset um, yeah. and really looking at that and in, in your circle as to what's going to help to move you forward too. And I just, I can't speak enough about being really intentional, just like we talk to our kids about it, you know, is being so intentional about what you are encircling, who you are that's encircling so true. yourself with. <clears throat> you know, it's, that's very true because we talk to our kids a lot about that. Now I, you know, my kids are still younger and I'm sure that's going to come up, you know, more and more, right. but your, your son being older, it, it really does make a huge difference who they hang out with. You know, they just spend more time together the older that they get and less time with you a lot of times. So, I mean, and and as adults, sometimes we forget about that. Like I'm sure our parents told us that, but then somehow we thought it was just, you know, it didn't apply to us anymore since we were adults or something, but it's still the same thing. If you hang out with people that are gossiping all the time and that don't, you know, want to move forward and, and, you know, all these negative things, perhaps, you're going to be pulled down by that to some degree. That's right. Yeah. I mean, and it's even more so than just like, make sure you're not encircling yourself with dysfunction, you know, like you might get consumed by the dysfunction, but really looking at the people and saying like, you know, what's the energy that they give, you know? And, and Mm -hmm. I think usually that's something you can identify in the first, like, 10 seconds of being around somebody is kind of what is that energy that you feel from them? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is it positive? Is it encouraging? Is it uplifting or is it draining? Is it zapping? Is it defeating? Um, You know, and being really kind of in tune to those sorts of things and even recognizing too that, you know, sometimes you may have a group of friends for a particular season, you know, and some of them are there for that season. They're not meant to be there forever. And I think our tendency is to hold on to them. Definitely. When they may not, that's not what it's meant to be. And instead of, you know, kind of trying to be the author of that book is, is to put down the pen and let them go, let them go and let them be in another circle. And sometimes I think we feel rejected or we feel bad that we might be rejecting somebody else and that it's mean or it's selfish or it's any of those sorts of things when truly it can be in their best interest. And it certainly can be in your best interest to recognize kind of, are they here for a season or are they really going to be here for a lifetime. And it's not anything negative against you or, or them. Um, but just to be kind of aware of that, because that truly is what can keep you growing as well. Yeah, I agree. And you know, it's not easy a lot of times because we do like, um, comfort in the same old, same old, you know, and, and it doesn't mean, you know, I hope that you don't think we're saying like, ditch all your friends, if (laughs) you know, and you can't pick your family. Okay. So (laughs) we understand that, but it's really who you lean into and who, you know, you, you just 
you, you can still love someone, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're not in your circle of five, perhaps. Right. I mean, right. it's not, and, and I, one of my best friends growing up, um, you know, we just don't talk a lot anymore and it's not that we don't love each other still, but we just, you know, we live in different cities and we just have a different group of, of friends and it's fine. You know, if we want to talk, that's great. You know, we might talk once or twice a year and it's just like we catch up, you know, we just pick up where we left off, but yeah. It's just, you know, your, your life changes as you grow, right? I mean, you get married, you have kids a lot of times, jobs change. So I think it's really important to, to look at all that. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and I think that's true too, you know, and I love that you said that we're not telling you to ditch all of your friends, but, um, you know, sometimes in, and you know, this you're in a small town, you know, mm-hmm. and so people that are in a small town, I love this because we've seen this play out in our mastermind is that, you know, before, you know, you could be relatively isolated based on kind of who and what's available to you geographically, mm-hmm. where, now with like masterminds and the availability of masterminds is that you can really design your peer group and your average based on where you want to go. I mean, there's people that are everywhere. Like if you really want to grow in the area of digital marketing or online marketing or maybe speaking or being an author or any of that. I mean, you can really expand your circle of five or your average of five based on exactly where you want to go and pull together a peer group or a mastermind and join a mastermind group really based on that and still keep your same friends at home and at school and all that, but you're able to expand your circle now across the globe, which I think is just amazing. That's been available to us through, through technology. It is really neat. And I, I just, I think that's a great way to look at it as well. And sometimes we don't think about those things because we're so used to just being around the people that we, you know, we are around, especially in like a small town. So in, in saying that, I just wonder, you know, this, um, the, name of the podcast is take the upgrade. So what would you say would be like three different ways somebody could take the upgrade in their circle um, of friends, you know, that would be, that would be, you know, feasible for most, right? I mean, you know, we're not talking, go spend thousands of dollars and join groups. If you, you know, if that's not where, you know, you need to spend your time and money, just little things that you can do. Yeah. You know, I think, um, I think some of the things in today's day and age, I think we are all so blessed to what is available to us um, online, you know, is that it used to be if you wanted to learn something, you had to go to school, uh, take on debt to pay for school, um, or hope that somebody in your immediate circle knew about what you wanted to, to learn. You know, if you wanted to know sewing, you learned it from your aunt or your uncle that was down the street and they taught you that. But now just about anything and including the best MBAs and best business programs and schools and entrepreneurships and any of that skills are all available online. And I think it's mm-hmm. easy to get caught up in it. Um, but it's, it, if you're really focused and intentional and, and about expanding your circle to include, um, some authors or books or webinars on topics that you really want to grow in. And most of that is even available for free. And so it's not anything that comes at um, a great expense. And so right. really capitalize on that. I encourage people to kind of filter it, be really mindful about exactly what it is you're looking for. Cause otherwise it can be a rabbit hole that hmm. is never ending. I, I find myself in it all the time. 
you know, but yes. if you're, you're really intentional about saying, you know, look, I want to learn how to be a paid speaker. And then you can really start to build your circle around that in with free information, or then that might lead you to something you want to do. That's a paid program. Um, but at that point, then you can decide to go that way. But there's a, mm-hmm. so much out there that's, um, that's free. The other thing that I really would encourage, um, is just being so mindful about your circle. And I think that's such a big part of it is that so often we just kind of wake up and we just do, especially as busy moms, Mm -hmm. um, you know, or working women is that you just get in this habit of being, of being busy, you know, and taking back from that and saying, okay, wait, who, who am I going to be really intentional about in my circle? And even the people or maybe the content, what are you listening to on the radio? What are the things that you're putting into your circle, whether it be your brain or your eyes or ears or your friendships, but just taking a step back and really start to open your eyes and your ears and thinking about and seeing what kind of circle that you are putting around you and maybe turning off some of the things on the radio that aren't great and switching them with the other things that really yes. feed growth mindset of positivity and and all of that. I've heard, I love this. I heard Oprah Winfrey say when she gets in the cabin, if somebody's listening to something uh-huh. counter to anything that she believes in or wants to think about or kind of negativity or any of that, she'll tell them to turn it off. And I love that. I think yes. that's so true. You like protect, protect what's around you, you know, not just in your peer groups, but also what's going into your ears and your eyes and your, and all that stuff. So definitely all that, all those things matter, you know, and it's really being present and being intentional, I feel. And um, I remember, I I guess it's been several years ago now, but I started only listening to, well, mainly listening to Christian music. And it was like, I just was a happier person. And I was more in tune with like what God was trying to show me and, you know, what, where he's trying to lead me. And, and then that's, that's something really easy that you can do. You know, if you're constantly listening to, you know, just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, I guess like trashy music or something, right. you know, it's just not going to feed you in, in the way that you, you, you know, to have a growth mindset and to be a better person and all of these yeah. things. So it's just something as small as that. Just being it is. With I it. mean, and it's free again, it's free, but it's just being really intentional and taking that step back. I mean, I know people that, um, listen to 24 hour news media, 24 hours a day almost. And yes, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, like just their disposition, it's like they get, re- they can be so wrapped up in that. Yeah. That it's just a full of negativity and this whole repeat and these people that are arguing over each other and all that kind of stuff. It just yep. feeds into this whole kind of aura of just depressing, negative, you know, powerless right. stuff. And so, yeah, just being really intentional about, um, being really intentional about, um, about those things, just what's coming into your, to your sphere of influence and your family, your kids and, and people around you. That's right. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of give the last one that I, I still had on my mind. We already talked yeah. about the last thing that, that came to my mind when we're talking about taking the upgrade is really, you know, if you're holding on to a friendship that you know is not serving you and it's just dragging you down, you just got to let it go. Like it's time. We're, t- we're sitting here telling you it's time. That's so right. you can do it in a loving way. You don't have to do it in an ugly way, but you know, just in your mind, okay, I- I'm moving on, right? I still love that person and I'll still be there for them, but I'm going to release, release them. So I Amen. think that, Amen. I think that's <laughs> yes. so scary, you know, and that goes back to the book that we were just reading in our mastermind mm-hmm. of daring greatly. And it was part of the very beginning was talking about like boundaries, you know? Yes. And it was talking about communicating and establishing those boundaries. And this, 
what you were just saying about letting go of friendships that need to be let go of is that when, as she was talking about boundaries too, was that have the uncomfortable conversation today so that you don't have to deal with all of that resentment tomorrow. And that's true with friendships that are not meant to continue forward is that I feel like you just, you keep them together thinking you're doing them a favor or your yeah. favor or avoiding anything uncomfortable. And it is 10 times more uncomfortable to carry around all that resentment every time that they pick up the fork wrong, because it's just not a good place. And so everything's going to irritate you. There's going to be a whole bunch of resentment on both sides. So yes, God, that just drains me just thinking about that. <laughs> so, I know. I take know. the upgrade folks. That's it. That's you heard it, it here. Oh my, this has been such a fabulous conversation. I would love for you to tell the listeners how they could um, just tune into you more, how they can connect with you. Can you give them a few ways? That is amazing. Thank you. I love this. I mean, I feel like I would love to have uh, girl chats. Like, yes. Like once a week, but I feel like also too, you and I hadn't had a chance to talk one. I know. I know. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so the best way to get in touch with me or, or just to even kind of tune in is you can uh, visit the Mastermind website, and that is BVU's Boy Victor Unicycle Mastermind.com. So BVU Mastermind.com or Best Version of You is what it, the an acronym is for. Um, my contact information is there. There's some information there um, about the Mastermind. If you have questions, even just about joining a mastermind as a whole and what that looks like and what benefits can be seen through that. Um, if you're a male, female, any of that husbands, any, we've got a bunch of resources and we're happy to point you in the right direction too, is that it is so invaluable. I would love to connect you with some people that might best serve you. So if you have questions, reach out to me through the website, my email and everything's on there. Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.